1: Andy Liu, welcome to the Pacific Catch postgame show. The Warriors lose to the Utah Jazz, one twenty four, one twenty three. Really hard to uh, to to state where we're at. Like you, you want to talk about grasping defeat from the jaws of victory. <sighs> I was in a good mood. You were texting me. You thought that they looked like they had resolved like last year's team. Nope.
2: <laughs> can I just? Uh, can I get off that take anyway? Can I just give that take anyway? Because it felt like that was a take for 47 and a half minutes. It, it felt like they had the joy and the, the happiness of the team of last year where They could just sit some veterans and they can kind of steal a win on the road when they've got a bunch of young guys playing and it's a bunch of energy out there. Kaminga, Moody, and, you know, Dante DiVincenzo looks like a guy. So I, I felt like the Warriors had rediscovered that swagger about them. And nope, they suddenly became this season's version of the Warriors or the Warriors from two seasons ago where, like you just said, they literally did everything in their power to try and lose that game. And it wasn't because of the I mean, it was a combination of the young guys and the veterans that pretty much teamed up together to choke that one away. So I don't know, man, I I, I want to feel positive about that game, but it's just a rough. Et- yeah, no, that wasn't we a basketball team. We do not view ourselves
1: as a basketball team, Andy Lou. Uh, as Supreme Leader Lakob has said, we do sure. not view ourselves as a basketball team. We are a sports. We are a technology, entertainment, media, sports, uh, and entertainment company or something like that. Um, oh, I was, it's, I was entertained. It's hard for me to watch these sort of things with the Warriors and not get frustrated at just the general nature of the roster. Yeah. <sighs> It's that one was frustrating because it felt like the young players were taking a step. Uh, and they did. And honestly, they did. Kuminga, we're gonna talk about him pretty heavily. And I think he was phenomenal. And I've been very impressed with his progress overall. But it's it's hard to win in the NBA. It's even harder to win a title. And Sometimes it feels like there's just too many conflicting agendas with the Warriors. It's like it's not enough to try to win. It, you got to win with flair and having young players and do this sort of thing. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um God, that, that was a gut punch of a game. That's all I'm going to say. It was, it was very frustrating because I thought Jordan Poole played pretty well. Uh I thought Kuminga was uh, in some ways this coming out party. Can we talk about the Jordan Clarkson moment? With, with Kuminga and then and then to just throw it up all over yourself. That's that's why teams who are contending don't go that young, you know?
2: Yeah, I okay. That was a moment of the game for me. So mm-hmm. we're gonna unveil, we're gonna unveil something uh in today's show that we're gonna start doing every on a weekly basis, uh, for our listeners here. Um that was the moment of the game. I yeah, look. Ending's bad, but to me, what Jonathan Kaminga did against Jordan Clarkson in crunch time was some of the best defense that I've seen the Warriors have played all season. Actually, you know what? I take that back. That was the best defense I saw. I've seen the Warriors have played all season, just on that one possession. And for him to get that block and stay with him, not jump, which I think is really good at at not jumping, and then turn discipline for you, randomly. For you. I think that's yeah. just innate. Like it's same yeah. with Draymond. Like it's not, it's not something that he had to get taught. It's innate. Um and then he turns around and then, and he gets whacked by Clarkson. I don't actually think it was that bad, but anyway, he gets whacked and he turns around and starts smiling at him. Hey, that's what I knew. That's what I knew. Like, like this tweet right here. That's what I knew. He got that dog. It's not, <laughs> dude, you, again, you can't teach just, that. You cannot teach that toughness.
1: How, how many dogs I, this picture has four <laughs> in the chest. It, it could be six, could be eight, just so many. Um <laughs> No, I think I think I think you're hitting at the broader point with Kuminga. Like he he definitely feels like a mandatory player for this team. Yep. Uh, not just because he is a wing who can defend. And I'm not sure they have one outside of Andrew Wiggins on this team. Like they don't have GP2. Uh Clay's not the defender he used to be. Dante is is a pest, but he's not a wing, you know, like he's kind of more of a guard. Um and so so outside of that, but like also he just kind of has the mentality to be the kind of guy who who gets into guys and he also has enough discipline to do it. That's the exciting part about him, right? Like he can actually stay on his feet, not foul people, not jump at everything. So, you know, I think in general yeah, in general, it's it's hard to uh to to, to dwell on the positives, but but Kuminga is one positive for tonight.
2: I I this is what this is what i would say is worth the loss and it's really it's not but it's worth the loss if you are able to say these 30 minutes here made Jonathan Kaminga develop and we're and the warriors were able to develop Kaminga into a uh starting level player a playoff imp- impact level player cuz we've talked all season about you got to just let him play you got to just let him play you got to just let him figure it out like you can't just have guys like tonight Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome i don't need to see them out there they're not if you're going to let people develop, you got to let Kaminga and Moody develop. And this game right here is where I think you could say was worth the loss if it means that Jonathan Kaminga is going to be an impact-level wing down the stretch. And not just him, Moses and Moody hit some huge threes. And he was actually pretty good defensively. I, I thought he struggled lately because he's so slow. But I think he's smart enough and kind of strong enough to be like not terrible defensively so early in his career. So, you know, I would say it's worth that. It's worth that if those two guys are able to develop into players down the stretch. I think Jaminga for sure. It looks like, dude, how is he not playing 25 minutes on Saturday and then the rest of the road trip? You know, with Wiggins out and stuff like that, we'll talk about it. How is he not playing 25-plus minutes a game?
1: That's why he's my Chase cashback player of the game. Ooh. You know, he's my Chase card. Just booked a hotel in L.A. Um, for a couple months from now. Got some points. Got a great rate on that, but anyway.
2: By the way, by the way, <laughs> well, well done. Uh, I've got like two hundred thousand points on Chase. That is our. That is our. That is our. That is our title sponsor moving forward. So every week we are going to do a Chase back uh, player of the game. This week we're giving it to John the Kuminga. That's who we're giving it to. The Chase Cashback Player of the Week, Jonathan Kuminga. I thought Kuminga
1: was the best player in the disgusting loss to the Indian and the Pacers on Monday. Okay. No one wanted to take any positives from that game. Andrew Nemhart just kind of, you know, destroyed the Warriors in a way that we weren't expecting. Kuminga had a very positive 24 minutes, came with 10, 5, 2. But honestly, player of the game against the Pacers, and if they won, he'd be a headline player across the league. Um, he's going to get Noted for the, the scuffle with Jordan Clarkson, but it's not just about that. 10 for 13 from the field tonight, 24 points, season high. Awesome defense, uh, locking down Clarkson's last possessions. And generally looks like the lottery pick the Warriors have been hoping for who can be a key
2: part of the future for them. Correct. Also, one big thing I thought he did very well uh, to to go into more specifics, offensively. He finally shot. stopped shooting threes. Thank the heavens. He made one miss one, but dude, there is nothing better than when Kaminga just says, I'm going to go and I'm going to get to the hoe and you can't stop me. Spin move, just hard dri- post up, hard dribble, just dunk it in someone's face, get a foul, cut to the rim, get a dunk. Cutting is the biggest one because the Warriors don't ever cut nowadays with the guys that they have. Everything that he was doing they out got, there. They,
1: they got to have shooting and passers to cut.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, it's just dumbass threes. I mean, they did it tonight, too. But keep it on the bright side. Everything that he did tonight, I think, is sustainable moving forward. Is he always going to get this type of cushy? No, but I think that impact that he can make both ways is just, they need it. You just said it. They have one guy that can play high-level. Actually, Dante. So they have two guys that can play high-level defense. Can they get Kaminga to be the third guy to play high-level perimeter point of attack defense because if they can get that now the warriors are cooking even though you know they're 500 but that's that's worth sacrificing some In an individual game yeah yeah, yeah. even and though that though is why, they why and that, won
1: this game and that is why jonathan kaminga is this week's chase cashback player of the week
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed
1: All right, Andy, should we get to some super chats? Uh, should we see what the goons
2: have to say? Yeah, let's go. Let's roll. Let's, let's do roll. it. Let's do it. Okay.
1: Yep. Worst loss of the year. I'm not going to debate you on that <laughs> one. It's definitely not the best
2: loss of the year. Um, uh, I disagree. Oh, let's hear it. I, dis- I, yeah, I disagree. The kids played. The Warriors were underdogs. They probably were supposed to lose this game. They were on the road in Utah um yeah the way they lost it was the worst loss of the year but that own i'm telling you man that own five road trip eats me eats me they just lost to indiana at home with steph and Draymond playing. play that's pretty bad i would say that's worse than this so yeah i i mean i honestly i think i'm with you um this one's
1: maybe the biggest gut punch of the year because yep. they should have won it but um they've had losses that are much more scheduled W's any loss without Steph Curry is not going to be the worst loss of the year for me. Yeah. You know, I'm living. All right. From friend of the show. Awesome. I can deal with missing shots, but lack of focus by clay and getting cooked on D enough. Act like a vet. Can't cheat the process by punting these games. understand the logic, but JP um, better than clay. Let's talk a little JP and clay Thompson here. I thought JP looked really good for most of the game, but also with the key turnover to lose the game, which kind of is the whole Jordan Poole conundrum for me. <laughs> is he ready to take that step to be a frontline guy? I thought he was. I go a little back and forth on it because, like, the skill is the skill. Like, that floater he hit, the mo- the, the one, the 15-footer where, like, dude, that, <laughs> how many players can actually make that shot, right? Like, it, it's filthy. He had 35-8 and eight tonight. Like, talent's talent. He's super... He's there, but then at the other end, I mean, does st- I mean, <laughs> just let it out, man. I'm ju- I'm just being honest with you. Frontline players don't turn that over like that. I get <sighs> it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, come on, man. So like, part of it's a learning curve, but part of it is I go back and forth on what I think of Jordan Poole, Like in the, in the context of being a frontline player, I know, obviously he's a very talented,
2: very skilled. NBA player. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, this is why Steve Kerr started Ty Jerome. Is this, it's because he doesn't trust Jordan Poole to be a full-time ball handler yet. Guy's a turnover machine. He's dribbling off his foot. He's falling down for no reason. But you live with that because he's such a great scorer when he's hot like he was tonight. I think Similar to Clay Thompson, Clay can't dribble. So Carry. you obviously don't want him to. Yeah, I didn't. They didn't he didn't get called for one. I actually did. He did it So it doesn't matter with Clay because he's a shooting guard. You know he can't dribble. So you always want to put. But they're similar in the way that if those are the guys that are handling the ball full time, you've got problems. Right. So I, I think because of that, I think both guys are always going to be somewhat limited. Though I think moving forward, Poole probably has more potential to be a frontline ball handler. But yeah, right now, like I don't. At any moment, he's going to turn the ball over. The literally the last play of the game, like you're talking about, all he had to do was just hold on to the ball. Instead, he literally falls down without really like before he gets fa- he did get fouled before he gets fouled. He falls down and he tries to pass. Just hold on to the ball. That's all you got to do. Dude,
1: just go to the line. You're nine. You led the league in free throw percentage last year.
2: That's all you got to do. And he's and he's like out of control. that's the thing about Jordan Poole, right? He's out of control. And I think that's just that's just who he is and uh maybe that stops him from becoming a super superstar but on the other hand it's like well the dudes the kid's 22 so like I, i'd cut him some slack like i don't think it's that bad but yeah if i were to blame someone for that play i blame pool like sure you got fouled but all you gotta do is hold on to the fucking ball you're halfway falling down in it's not
1: his first it's not his first game yeah
2: <laughs> you played <laughs> in the nba fi- actually that's a good one you played yeah. in the nba finals so you're not you're not Ryan Rollins out there. If Ryan Rollins makes that play. I'm like, all right, fine. You know what I mean? But, like, it, but even that,
1: like Rollins is pl- has played in organized basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I hear you. It's it's frustrating. Um, on the clay front, like Ugh. Clay could not hit a shot tonight. I don't also have a problem with most of the shots Clay took tonight. Like they were mostly, yeah. If he's open from three, I he's want him to
2: not take them. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it's like It's frustrating. I feel like the entire Clay experience could be summed up in that sequence where he took a three, missed it, frustrating, and then he chased him down and got a block on the other end where you're just like, awareness not there, shot making not at the level you expect it, but also, you know, not every player is uh, not going to quit on a play and going to run back on it, so like still just kind of a winning player just by nature of who he is. So it's it's frustrating with Clay because you know he can be better or at least he has been better than that in the past. Um I don't know. But it's it's
2: next one. Frustration's next one. The, the way to go. But yeah, let's get to the next question. Let's do a couple minutes on Wiseman. So not bad for a schedule <laughs> at lots anyway. Wise was okay. He only played five minutes so we, we, we'll do five no we're not gonna do five minutes. Uh let's get Steve
1: Kerr's quote up on that by the way.
2: Okay. You do that while I talk um not a bad five minutes i thought uh set some good screens got a couple rebounds um generally stayed out of people's ways uh, i think he was like a minus one or a minus three or something like that so not a minus 25 um didn't look like he was asking for the ball every time down on the court which is what he did so you know overall i thought it was fine it's five minutes i don't really know what you can get out of those five minutes but he wasn't bad also, wasn't great. Like there was a couple possessions where it's where you know there was a. Th- here's the thing about Wiseman that I that I get really um, frustrated with, and, I, and I'll let you talk after this. It's you're seven two, and I don't feel like he's seven two on the court. I don't see him get contested rebounds, and then he'll go in and he'll do a nice spin move, but he'll do a lefty fade away. So yes, he was fine tonight. He made some good plays, but I never think to myself, "Oh shit." He's seven, pull an up impact player. Walker should Kessler. The, he's seven feet. The
1: opposite of uh, but the, the the dog in him,
2: like no dog in the chest. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I I just would like to, I just would like to feel like he's a big man in the game. Walker Kessler blocked just guys off, all day. <laughs> it's just five minutes though. I'm just saying five minutes. I can't. <laughs> I you know he's gonna play. Well, is he? You got a quote here. So is he gonna? Yeah. Play yeah
1: so let's, let me get to this. So this is pregame. Uh, via Kendra Andrews Kerr says James Wiseman will play tonight but his status moving forward isn't set in stone if the team is fully healthy it doesn't look like you get much playing time Kerr says he'd rather have Wiseman getting more reps in Santa Cruz um, summing it up because I, I heard the whole thing and I can't pull the audio in real time uh, they called him up because Draymond and a couple guys were missing they needed the body um, and it's a, a week where they only have one game during the week so you know they they want him to go back in the g league It's just one of those situations i think he i think he played those five minutes as well as you could possibly assume, but like in general, has he earned the uh the coaching staff's trust to continue playing through it like that's not what's going on and and you know to your point, you're dancing around it,
4: it
1: he doesn't play big it's it's that simple like if he walker Kessler who's less physically gifted than him understands what a center is supposed to do. Does he do it perfectly? Probably not because he's a rookie, but that's, that's really what it comes down to. If Wiseman put his nose in there, the way that Looney or Kaminga does on a consistent basis, he probably would never have got sent to the the G league. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. So take the positives, but like what they're looking for, it's pretty clear what they're looking for. What they're looking for is him to play with some consistent physical aggression,
2: right? Yeah, I think that's, that's, I didn't know that was, I didn't see that quote. Uh, That, Mm -hmm. yeah, that tells me that he's not going to, that tells me he's not going to play for, I don't know how long, but yeah, he's not going to play the next game if guys are healthy. So, okay, let's, 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 uh, let's keep it moving. (laughs) There's a funny tweet I found. Uh, Okay. Anyway, let's keep it moving from Solomon's Tech. Devastating
1: loss, man. Pool and Kaminga had such a great game. What a waste. Next up, Celtics will destroy us. Then a one and five road trip at best. Just being real. I think right now is a the right time to talk about uh yeah. Andrew Wiggins. Okay, so obviously, even though Stefan Draymond didn't play tonight, we got word um pre that Andrew Wiggins not only is gonna miss tonight, but he's going to miss. Oh, the boy. Celtics game and get reevaluated on Monday. Abductor strain, so you know could be worse in terms of injuries. But it's also like one of those things that is tricky. Um, friend of the show, Doctor Narav, let us know. Typically, abductor strain means two weeks. Two weeks would mean seven or eight games he's missed. Um, but anyway, they're they're without Wiggins right now and. I feel like no Wiggins just really accentuates how athletically limited they are on the wings, right? Like Kuminga, Kuminga looks good. He looks like he's ready to step up, but like it's not the Warriors teams of the past with like five or six wings you feel comfortable throwing out there. And and that's kind of the reality of
2: the team right now. It's Kuminga time, but yes, you're right. It is Kuminga time at the same time. You're correct. It's Moses Moody time. Get in there. Like that's, that's, they have to play those kids and those kids have to figure it out. If they go one and five in this road trip, one and four or whatever, and you tell me that you come out of that and you say, Moes Moody deserves 20 plus, 20 minutes a game and and can can play 28. And then you add Andrew Wiggins coming back healthy. uh, I'll take that road trip. Fine. Warriors go, Warriors go four games under 500, but you tell me that you pick up two new rotation guys that are wings. Fine. I'll take it. That's the sacrifice. Frankly, that's something that they should have done. And they tried to do in the beginning of the season just with the wrong kid, but now they're now they're here. And Steve Kerr had a quote saying how he liked the contributions of Moody and Kamingo, of course. But that to me was tonight was part of that. They're going in, they're going against Boston. That's that's as good as a team that you'll face in the NBA. They're up by 55 right now against the fraudulent Suns. It's as good as you're gonna play. Then you've got Milwaukee, Indiana, Philadelphia, Toronto, New York, and Brooklyn. I mean, <laughs> I mean, right? Like that's that's a murderer's row of, of teams that are big athletic and got superstars so those are the two guys that I think have to have to have to figure it out and Steve Kerr has to let him he has to let him figure it out I don't need to see 25 minutes of Anthony Lamb man I really don't I don't need to see Ty Jerome on the floor I don't I, I disagree I need 30 minutes Lamb. <laughs> you know 10 minutes sure you actually Anthony Lamb defensively was good tonight like he's he's pretty shitty offensively now is and he but he's good defensively I just Get let me see those kids develop. That's what the Warriors need if they need to because they got a huge road like home slate after this, and it's like a pretty easy home schedule, right? If you look at it, mm-hmm. and then the road trip after that home schedule is pretty easy. So the Warriors have to figure out what if those young young players can play. Why is I mean, he's going to be in the G League? So forget about him. But but Kaminga and Moody, those kids have to figure it out in the next two weeks. Figure something out. Not not all of it, but figure something. It looks like Kaminga's there, almost there.
1: It does look like Kaminga's there. We haven't talked Moses Moody. Moses Moody tonight, 19 minutes, two for four, six points. uh, Not too much else. I I will say his impact felt positive. He didn't get rebounds, but he he pushed it to other players. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, am I going to call him the player of the game? No, but it felt like he Mm -hmm. was... Slowly making it like you could see this performance building on itself, and then Moody having a big game in two to three games if he gets yes, consistent sure. minutes, right? Yep, that type of thing. Um, it'll be interesting to monitor. Like, the reality of this Warriors team is they're mediocre right now, their main guys can hang with anyone, and they have no depth. Kuminga looks like a player that can be developed into playing a serious role come the playoffs. Outside of that, I still think they probably need to make a move of some sort, and we'll see We'll see how that comes together over time. Um, but, you know, they're, they're working through it. I mean, I'm going to ask you, Andy. We're, we're watching the Warriors play the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz are everyone's favorite trading team because we all know the Jazz are kind of transient right now. They're kind of flipping players if they feel like it's going to make it better for them in two to three years, right, that sort of thing. How do you feel about guys like uh, Kelly Olenek or Jared Vanderbilt? Do you want him on the Warriors? Are you willing to
2: give up picks for him? Where is your head at? There's one player I was impressed tonight watching the Utah Jazz. I texted you about him. There's one player. Walker Kessler. That's the kid. I know. Obviously, he's not having but I'm telling you, that kid can play. Like He's going to have a 15-year career. He's not going to be a superstar, but he can play. He's going to develop a three at some point because that's what every big does in the NBA. But right now, defensively, absolute monster, Espe- especially when Steph isn't on the floor, uh, can rebound. That's true. He's uh, a lot
1: easier to be a big man when Steph's on the floor, right?
2: Right, right. But, like, you know, against, against every team, because the Warriors don't have to play Steph. So, against every team, it's, it's a good player. So, <laughs> I watched the games and I, and that was my guy. But, yeah, to your point, Olinick or Jared Vanderbilt. I didn't notice Vanderbilt much. I know people love Jared Vanderbilt. Didn't notice him much. But Olenek's the guy. I mean, he's a perfect warrior. He's a perfect. He can shoot the three. He can pass a little bit. He's a goon, right? You can see he does kind of dirty out there. But you know, I'm sure I'm sure Warriors fans will love him if he's on the team. So I think that's the guy. If if he, you're a Warrior, it's a rental though, right? But if you want to win now, that's the guy. It's There's not a rental
1: because he's under contract next year. So,
2: I, I'm i mistaken. So, even better, actually. That's even better. We're,
1: we're going to talk about like in two minutes. But, yes. okay.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. They're but, but totally different players, too. Um, but he's the guy when you t- he's he's like pretty smart. Uh, he's like not terrible defensively. Uh, I don't think he's going to be auto porter, but dude, he can fill the bucket up. He can, that's score that's so, points. point.
1: So, so that's my question for you. Um, they lost GP2 and auto in the offseason. Obviously, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Kuminga, different player, but he might be able to fill some of the things Otto did. But um, sorry, not auto GP. My bad. Um, auto is the one that's more interesting, which is like a stretch big. How much of that role do you do you actually think Otto, that um that can, can do? Control?
2: Yeah, because jermichael Green played some of the worst minutes I've seen today. It was just he's yeah, not, that, that, he that was a,
1: that's a swing and a
2: miss. In it might be. Of, it might be done. Yeah. It might unless he's a little, a little cooked. Yeah. Uh, look, it's a vet. It's a vet. Man, like I don't know. Sometimes you don't hit on those. I'm not going to kill him for it. Uh, but I do think Ol- I think Olenek. He's not going to be the same type of rebounder, and maybe not as smart as Otto Porter, because I think Olenek looks for a shot more. But dude, he's a way better scorer than Otto Porter. Also, he stays on the floor. The guy isn't hurt. He stays on the floor, and he can play minutes. So. Yes, I'd make that trick depend. I mean, who, who, what's the trade? What is the actual trade for him? If he makes, he makes 12 million a year, you wrote down, you know, who else makes 12 million a year? Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's obviously, it
1: circulates around Wiseman. The question is, do you have to add more to him to get the deal done? And, you know, it, it feels like a sell low. It, it's a sell low for a number two pick. It's not a sell low for a guy you have sitting in the G
2: League. You know what I'm saying? The Warriors would like, rather have Vanderbilt. I bet you they would rather have the upside guy that they think they can make better, like Wiggins. Sure. They don't don't want the. But two two different players.
1: Vanderbilt's also more of a um, uh, GP2 type of replacement. So anyway, let's keep moving. I just wanted your opinion on that one. All right. Kareemah, all right, bummed about the loss, but we did everything to win it. I'm pissed at Clay for literally taking a stroll on defense in a crucial moment. Should we talk about Clay real quick?
2: Oh uh, yeah, that was insane.
1: Man. I don't know if I have the heart to go there, but yeah, I mean, Clay probably deserves a little more criticism than they are giving him right now. Like e- enough of the you're the veteran on the floor, you should be a little more aware of where the shooter is there. Um, that doesn't happen, then we don't end up in that last possession. It's like the chicken or the egg. We we opened on Pool and Clay. Which one do you prefer, and that, that sort of thing? And it's like and my my honest opinion is it's two sides of the same coin
2: both of them have blame the whole way through so i think you know clay's weakness defensively has always been that so it's 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 not surprising to see it's ugly head in that moment i thought he would take the layup too it's honestly a great play call if that was what david hardy was was calling on the sidelines yeah, man. I mean, the, the one thing you can't do is give up a three. I mean, that's the one thing you can't do. You just stay on your man and not give up the three. So what are we doing here? He's a space cadet. They know that. They've always known that. So, but what are you going to do? You know, it's, it's, it's frustrating. I think it's like that shot that he takes. Jordan Poole took a shot from 35 feet with the shot after an offensive rebound with about a minute and a half left with the shot clock at 14. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck is that shot? You know who else takes that exact same shot? Clay Thompson. They both take that exact same shot. So when you talk about two of like the caretakers, there's three caretakers on the team it's Steph, it's Draymond, it's Andre Gatala. You know, none of those guys were on the floor tonight, right? So Andre hasn't played all season. I don't even know if he's on the roster. Was he even there in Utah tonight? Or what was he doing? So, so I just, I, that's three of your guys that usually makes make sure things are okay. Kevon Looney can do as much as he can, but he's a big man. So he can't. It, it, you've, so you've got the two airheads out there, as, as great as they are, right? You've got the two as airheads out there. As explosive as they are. They, <laughs> they, can, right. they can literally put it up there with anyone, but yes. But they just, you know, at any moment, they're liable to do some stupid stuff. And that's what happened tonight. Both sides of the floor. And that's why they lost. I mean, that's literally why they lost the game.
1: We got some, we got some we got some goons calling in. I said we got the goons. goons, all right? Let's roll. Ishan, what's up, my man?
5: Hey guys, what's up? Um, calling in, uh, pretty uh, sad. Um, these past couple three or four days, like, like I know it's just sports, but kind of just want to cry because first you got Andrew Nimhard just tearing everything apart, and then Aaron Judge, and then. <laughs> this it's just been it's just been a rough couple four days it's been a rough four days and uh I just i want like I know you guys kind of touched on it, but the one thing that I'm just kinda taking away and something I'm just noticing is uh is clay um i I don't know how to like navigate it because whenever you kind of when I talk with my friends everything like that you talk about the warriors and you kinda say anything about clay everyone goes like yo man like relax don't say anything right but like he's he's a he's a legend he did all that but like i i don't know how much patience i have for like oh bad clay shooting night again 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 every other game and it's just like hot and cold hot and cold i know how that was before and then today just just i don't know just yeah that i i kind of just wanted to ask you guys like what do you guys think of clay in terms of, like, being our second option or third option and, like, just, is he going to get serious? Like, this is... And, like, the defensive stuff. That's all I have to say. Jean, <laughs> appreciate you. Okay, two thoughts in there.
1: One, Aaron Judge. Uh, Dude, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Hey, just, hey, get used to what's going on with the Giants. That's going to be the Warriors after Steph retires. Um, they, they can they can talk all their shit about being light years ahead. Uh, we'll see what happens when you don't have Steph Curry to make, make all your mistakes go away. I mean, right? um, I mean,
2: that's that's part of what makes life easy is you have the guy people want to play with. You have the guy people will, will play with, take less money to yeah. play with, and then he'll make the light. He'll make life easier with people on the floor, off the floor, everything. Yeah. It ter-
1: turns out Aaron Judge wasn't willing to take less money to play with J.D. Davis. Um, You know, and, and I'm not even, I'm not even trying to hate. It's just like, you know, always, always give due respect to the man who who makes, you know, who stirs the, the drink. Right.
2: Um, I, I think, by the way, just one one take with uh, with the Giants. I, I think at, at some point, I think part of the judge stuff because I think if you had to ask Mark Farhan's idea if he really wanted to sign Aaron Judge, I would say the answer is no. It felt like an ownership going to him and say you need to sign a star. Like I don't think Farhan would make. I think what Farhan wants to do is he wants to sign three or four guys. He wants to sign six Mitch Hanagers, right? So, and 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 in the couple of pitchers, he wants to spread it across the team, which I think is fine. But I, I think at some point the Giants do have to figure out like why people just aren't going to come and watch that shit, man. They, I'm not going to watch those games for. Or, or Mitch if Henry. you're going to
1: draft and develop, like find a star, like draft yeah. draft a guy who makes you know Luciano's like,
2: like two years away, right? Like even the guy that they have that's a top 15 prospect is not ready to ble- be in the majors, and then they've got a pitcher. But he's a pitcher, like, and he's not Tim Linscombe, right? Tim Linscombe put people in the stands. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'll still watch. But anyway, let's keep it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I, I mean, I, to your broader point, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Now, to the to the Warriors point that Ishan called it about, which is more important, um, Clay Thompson. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm with him in terms of my general frustration with Clay. I just don't know what to do with it because here's how I see it. Uh, am I frustrated Clay is chasing the player he used to be? Yes. Am I frustrated Clay take shots he shouldn't take? Yes. Are these new things? No. And also, what can the Warriors really do about it because they have him under contract for another year and a half? And more importantly, Um, there's not really when you can shoot it as well as him, there's not really a number of shots that make sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's like one of those things where it's like if he's not pulling off the bounce, I can't get upset if he hits it if he shoots an open three, right? You know, like it's one of those things. So, I don't really know what to do. Like, maybe, maybe get on him a little more about shot selection, but otherwise, like,
2: it's frustrating, you know? I agree, I agree. You, you ride it through. It's what you do with guys that you've won with. Yeah. All right. Let's keep
1: moving. We oh, also got something. Let's get Francisco up here real quick. My man, yeah, that, what's
6: going on? Damn, that was a shocker. Um that final inbound, I just looked to the side and got distracted and <laughs> didn't believe the he, he couldn't corral. It didn't cradle the ball like a running back. I don't know who was saying that on the on the broadcast, but but these are the games they're, they're going to miss because we've been saying they're top seven. They can play. You trade, you trade, or you get a, a buyout, you get a veteran, and everything, not everything is going to be okay, but they can play with anyone, okay? But two things. One, you're losing a couple of games here and there that they're going to miss in the end, and... Especially, and the the result of it is tonight's game. The veterans are going to be wasted, okay? So uh, this is a long season, okay? (laughs) This is going to be a long season. And uh, I don't know if I can, if we can survive it. Because every game is like this. You imagine the Celtics are winning by 30 or something. There, there aren't. There's never been a game like this this season. Okay, there's never been a thirty-game right. game in the third quarter to rest everybody, and uh, so uh, it's going to be a long, a long year, man. Appreciate uh, you,
1: Francisco. Okay, I appreciate
6: It's going to be a very. Francisco's
1: long
2: got a. He's 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 like exhausted. He's like, dude, I. It's going to be. It is
1: going to be a long, be a long year. Let's get let's get. Uh, we got one more up here. Let's get Mika's up here. Oh,
2: let's go! I haven't seen Mika's in a couple weeks. What's up, brother?
4: Oh, you know, I uh, I got off work. It was freezing in New York, and I said I'm gonna sit down and watch the final five minutes. It's unfortunate. It great. <laughs>
2: that's unfortunate.
4: It was great. It was great. Four I was like, four
1: uh, and a half really enjoyable minutes. Yeah. No, I
4: I I, I didn't. That's what she the said. <laughs> I I, I bike home from my job and I waited until they were up three to rent the bike and I'm biking and I'm watching, holding my phone while I'm biking in like New York streets. And I, I literally had, I, I, I fell not off the bike, but I let like the bike collapse underneath me when they, when pool had the ball stolen and I like stopped and stood in the sidewalk. So that was so if, if You awesome. fell to
2: your knees in the. I, no, your, I, I
4: mean, I, I, I really ba- I basically did. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you guys already discussed him, but a three team trade, you know. Wiseman of the Spurs, Patrick Baldwin and Moses Moody to Chicago. Give us Turtle and Caruso. I mean, but like, what do the Bulls need Caruso for? They don't. They want to lose. They're done. And the Spurs, you know, if Greg Popovich is who he says he is, make James Wiseman. Make him the next, you know. <laughs> make him the next admiral if he's really who he says he is. I, I'm, you know. Pop, I don't Pop's, know. I, Pop's I gonna be it.
1: like, bro. I'm. I'm a coach. I'm not a miracle worker.
4: <laughs> I guess he's not Jesus Christ is the issue. Um, <laughs> but it would help them get Victor Wembanyama, and then you know he could, Pop could get another you know great seven footer. I don't. That, there's,
1: this, there's this. There's his new admiral. I- oh oh wait, did no! We lose him? I we did lose him. I definitely didn't kick him off. So. Um,
2: he was just we getting did uh,
1: lose Micus. He was just starting he was just starting to heat up. He was just He's starting to get up. good.
2: He was um, gonna carry just, us like Steph for, for a few minutes. There.
1: <laughs> Let's get down here. What's up, my man? Uh, I I never felt
7: pained like this in a minute. Uh 16-19 <laughs> <laughs> finals hasn't been this brutal. <laughs> I will tell you that. Uh, uh, here's the one thing about the clay thing that's probably the most disheartening it's like clay is my favorite player and I think a lot of the problem is, is that the Achilles took all of his athleticism and we're seeing a lot more clay ups than we sh- we want because there's six lone layups that he just missed in the first half and if he makes at least three of them the Warriors win and That's kind of this hard thing because I believe one of the callers with Prefaces with play is that he's one of the best route runners in NBA history along with Steph. it's like the backdoor cuts that makes the Warriors good and how we get rim pressure we can't rely on it anymore because Clay can't make a way up right now, and it's just been disheartening. So I don't know how that's going to get fixed other right, than changing Clay's shot diet to more Miami Ray Allen at this point. But you know, I'm just more—I'm probably just more annoyed that Aaron Judge decided to be a Yankee <laughs> at this point. So
2: that's that's, really, to,
7: that's,
1: that's really that's the really can- the can- point. That's really that's really a season, my man.
7: Hey man, as as long as we get a lottery pick this upcoming season, I can't hate at this point.
1: (laughs)
2: This is awful.
7: This is what a terrible
2: league of (laughs) somebody tweeted me, and I I wish I I brought it up. But somebody tweeted and said, Oh, shoot, I gotta read this out, dude. It's so good. It's somebody said, Stefan Rubin said, This game was like the Aaron Judge steaks in basketball form words, basically. Oh, this is perfect. You know? Absolutely You, know, you, know, you perfect. knew you were going to lose, but you got your hopes, <laughs> up. You like, got your hopes wow. up. Wow. Wow. You know? Wow.
5: They, they
7: give you so much hope, and then they take it in the most unfortunate way possible. It's like, I'd rather just got just it out the way early, but, hey, I can't play Aaron Judge for trying to be with a serious organization, so, eh. Yeah. So look to yeah, him in the camera.
1: They're not trying to put him out there with Patrick Baldwin, and Ryan Rollins. That's true. Um, by or Mike, shout you. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that, I appreciate <laughs> you, my man. I appreciate you. I don't know why Rollins and, and PBJ get slander. Um, They don't really yeah, deserve Ron, it. Rollins
2: and Baldwin look happy on the bench today. Good for them. It's you know, it's you know, it's, 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 it's more it's I
1: more just the it's more what they represent. We got we got one thing to get to before we get out of here. Let's get this up on the stage. All right. Kuminga on the scuffle. It was so funny. I saw him square up, and I'm like, you're the one who fouled me. I ain't got to do that. So it was funny to me. Kuminga, we didn't give enough attention to him smiling at, at Jordan Clarkson. Yeah.
2: That's uh, – it's. I only touched on it. It, it. It's very Clay-esque. It's very Steph-esque. It's definitely not Trey esque because you know he – I don't know what he would do. But it's very Steph and Clay. It, it just – there's a certain type of player that, in those situations, are able to laugh it off, like almost like a sociopath kind of, obviously in a good way. Because mm. I mean, to me, it feels like they've got the poise. I joked about the dog, but to me, it's like the composure, the poise, the just kind of the the power to play in those moments and not get shook. I think Kaminga's Kaminga's like that. Also, a lot of people texted me, he's African. Those guys are just built different. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's just built completely different. So I don't know what that means. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. But that's what, that's what a lot of people text me. So, dude, it's, it's really, when we talk about the chase, uh, player week, this week being Jonathan Kaminga, this performance was, 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 man, it was great. It means a lot if he's going to be able to do this. I don't know how far the Warriors are going to go this season, but they can get that kid to be that what he was tonight consistently, that's I mean, they are cooking
1: we're, we're grasping at straws we're going to go with it because you know um, that one fucking sucked and right. you might as well get the positive out there which is coming to look good and uh, you know what we'll be back, we'll be back Saturday very, very mad over everything, but I appreciate everyone have a good one